0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: The score remembers teammate, score legend, and Chicago radio icon, Les Grobstein, who passed away at age 69 rest in peace grabber we'll all miss you this is wscr and hd chicago wbmx hd2 chicago versus Mr. White 90, Sox fans. You're a damn liar. Goodbye. Well left. <laughs> you should probably
3: like kick his ass. Mm. Dude, welcome in to Score Overnight. I'm Mark Grody. And uh, I, I am honored to have the opportunity to preside over Les's show tonight, and and I mean that like this is the best possible thing, I could be doing with my life right now. At 12:02, it is now officially Tuesday. I cannot imagine a place that I would rather be. And and all transparency, I did a show. I was in for Bernstein and Rahimi today with with Rick Camp and. We, we did a show for three hours and had a great time talking about Les. And uh, it hadn't really hit me at that point. You know, how like, at least for me, you lose a close friend, somebody dies around you. A lot of times it doesn't hit. And when you have the luxury of ta- getting to talk about it, it uh, it's hard for it to, to feel it. But I've been feeling it a little more throughout the day today. And hearing the Les Grobstein theme song right there, that hits you a little bit. Hit me a little bit because that is that's less just you could just see him through the music right there. And uh, yes, I keep saying it's Tuesday because less when he would do the overnight, he he was in the moment. He always knew which day it was. It's today. Today is Tuesday. It's not it's no. we're not talking about Monday. Monday is officially last night, folks. And less always spoke that properly. <laughs> So if you don't know, we, we lost Les Grobstein on Sunday afternoon. Les died on Sunday afternoon. We do not yet know the cause of death for the Grobber. I'm just as curious as I'm sure you guys are. A lot of times we find out. Sometimes we don't. Um, I, I, am, I am curious as to what happened and how it all went down because it was sudden i did speak to uh les's son scott grobstein today and he said that he would keep me up to date and uh, appraised of everything but he is clearly appreciative of everything that has gone on here at the score he has enjoyed it. it it we are lucky to be able to say that it is it has helped members of the grobstein family listening to the score today which does my heart well and uh that's that's what we're trying to do here for for less and for the callers as well i spoke to kathy today as well kathy is les grobstein's long time girlfriend we're talking 22 years that les and kathy have been together and we had a long talk covered a lot and you know, one of the first things she said was, "Chicago sports fans made him happy." Like it really just it is like we always like to try to figure less out, and I was doing a lot of that today, trying to figure out a a good description of lesser what really. Drove him. Why was he like he was? Why did he never sleep? Why did he go to every venue? Why did he? Why did he insist upon uh, being omnipresent? Why? Why did he insist on that? And I think I've tried. I think it's possible after talking to Kathy that I have overcomplicated less, and less just really, really. Love sports <laughs> like to a level that one could even say is not healthy at times not healthy and, and maybe sports brought him down i don't know trying to do everything and trying to stay healthy doing what les did and that was chasing sports being part of the sports being part of the story he loved being part of the story which is just i know that's such a dirty phrase and Journalism Don't be part of the story. But Les sometimes was part of the story, and that's part of his story. And uh, I hope we can keep telling his story tonight. And it, it was it was important um, for Kathy that I did express that, that how much the fans uh, made him happy. And he loved doing this, and he loved talking to score listeners. And one of the things that Ka- – apparently Kathy, not – you know, not, not devoid of sports in her life, pre-Grobber, talking 22 years ago. But apparently she not a big sports fan. And she said, she said, I learned, a Mark, I learned a lot of sports. She, and then she said, boy, did I ever. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I bet you did. I bet you learned a lot of sports, Kathy, from Les Grobstein. She said that it got to the point where she enjoyed quizzing him on dates, like, "Robber, what happened in in 1983 in Chicago? The, 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 the White Sox were winning ugly that year. The Sox shoulda won, and then the year after, the Cubs go to the, you know, all all of that. And and he always gave you a lot more than you needed, a lot more than you needed with just about everything. But that was that was the robber way, and it was important for. Um, Kathy again, for me to relay just a couple of these things to you. And uh, she even thought about coming on tonight and I invite her to like, if she wants to, she'll pick up the phone and she'll call if she needs to, if she needs that therapy in the overnight or is feeling lonely. And, you know, she, she said, it's, it's really interesting. You know, she said that she, it was instantly lonely when she lost him, you know, a guy that she talks to nine times a day. And it's funny, like the, I, I felt that today, too. Like I felt like a, like I do live alone. So I guess by definition, I am alone, but I am not somebody who's ever, ever, ever had a problem with being alone, like living alone and being alone. Like, I guess that's like a it, it's a handy little trick that I have. But man, I felt the loneliness today i did i felt that loneliness and it it it, it had to have been a less loneliness because like i said i don't typically get lonely so it was it was a little bit inexplicable but i i did feel that and um i'm gonna share a lot more throughout the overnight but guess what here here's the rough draft of what we're gonna do for the next five hours by the way, and I'll just and I'll just preface this whole thing. we could talk about sports like if you want to call in and talk about less and, and less is number one okay of, of for this show, but if you want to talk about sports, we could talk about sports. I'm not necessarily going to be presenting a lot tonight. Um, but you know we could talk about the Bears and the coaching search. We could talk about the Bulls' four-game losing streak and a uh, Rams win over Arizona decidedly. So we can get into those things if you'd like. But the 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 blueprint is, well, the finished copy is Les Grobstein. The the rough draft of what we're gonna do tonight is it's really important for me to hear from from you guys and gals that are listening at three one two. 644-67-67, because I could use a little bit of therapy throughout the overnight. And I know that there are a lot of less Grobstein loyalists that listen to this show that are and, and we always have fun with the less callers, but it's pro- that's probably a small percentage. And a lot of you probably have never even called in the overnight, but you work the third shift. So you're listening hours and hours, and you're more in tune, probably, the people that are listening right now than any of us are with exactly what's going on with less. Like, we get the highlights. We all get the highlights. But you guys driving around, working third shifts or at a workplace, and you just have the radio on in whatever capacity. City, you know, you you know Les pretty well, and I'd love to hear your, your stories or you're just passing along whatever you feel you need to pass along tonight to Les Grobstein because it is it is and three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven it is by definition it's it's an island show it's a lonely show it's a different vibe it's dark outside it's cold outside everything is just a little out of whack when you're doing third shift radio or any third shift work i have done it in a couple of different capacities including radio so i do i do understand the vibe and it is unlike anything else in in radio um so yeah i and i was talking about less less what made him less was that he was fiercely loyal to his teams to a point where again it wasn't always healthy cuz sometimes he would get nasty about it but that was just him being protective and you know being territorial that's the way he was about his sports teams and anything else any any other interference he he did he wasn't going to have it it's sort of like he is loyal to the way, the reason Les hates rules changes, he's also loyal to these games. He is loyal to baseball the way it has always been, and he'll protect no DH in the national league. Uh, he will he will protect instant re- instant replay because who wants to get it right? You know, three on three hockey. All of that, like it just insult, It's a non-starter because he is loyal to all of those things, to all of those games, to all of those sports, and to the people that play them and the franchises that uh, that house them. So, I say that all to say that you, the Les Grobstein fans of this radio station, of this radio world, because Les has been all over Chicago. The fans are pretty territorial about Les as well. Like he is, uh, the fans are to Les as Les was to sports. Fans are that you, you be careful what you say about Les. Hey, Les, don't don't let those guys talk crap about you. Um, some of you enter are, are just for the fun, and I get it. You might be casual, but I think there's a lot of you that are listening right now and that are Les Grobstein fans. That, uh, yeah, he is yours. Be careful. Be careful what you say about about Les Grob scene. So I want to hear from you guys out there, three one two six forty four, sixty seven, sixty seven. And along the way, I hope to hear from some other voices, maybe people from Chicago radio uh, present or past, maybe producers present or past whatever in other words if you are listening to me right now and you know Grober whether you're in the business we would love to hear from you I'd love to hear your stories and uh don't be afraid to pick up the phone um colleagues friends family whomever 312-644-6767 and uh Ronji's gonna jump on at some point in time he said he, he wants to come on so that's what I'm talking about, and let's, without further ado, and thank you to Sean Sears. He is he is running the show tonight. He has done his fair share of Les Grobstein's shows, so he's probably talked to you before. If you do call, Sean is the man to whom you will speak, and we will get you on the air at 312-644-6767, 6, 67, 67. and let's, let's start doing that right now. Let's begin with Allison in the South suburbs. Hi, Allison. You're on the score.
1: Appreciate you checking in. I totally disagree with you. You totally disagree with me. That's fine. We don't want anybody to uh, totally agree with everything we say. That would be kind of boring after a while, but I will take Jim McMahon and the 85 bears over the current bears top to bottom. That's not even close. And, When everybody says, get over the 85 Bears, how about, no. I'm not going to get over the 85 Bears. I am going to, as long as I can breathe and I'm above ground, I'm going to talk about that team. Because for one year, that was as good a team as there were.
3: You're damn right, Les Grobstein. Man. I'll be carrying the 1985 Bears torch. I have taken it from Les. He left that to me. He left me the 85 Bears torch, so I will I will carry that proudly in his honor. He's right. He is right. One of the most dominant Chicago sports teams of all time, and if you don't want to hear about it, then guess what? KMA, you're not a Chicago sports fan. Welcome back into Score Overnight. I am Mark Brody. In for Les Grobstein, a lot of you guys have been asking, like, what becomes of the time slot? Is it going to be national programming now here forth? Will there be a live and local? Is it going to be you, Grody? Are you going to do the the Midnight to Five show? The answer is I don't know. We are truly, or at least from my perspective, we are in day-to-day mode with what's going on with SCORE Overnight. And uh, how we handle things going forward. So that's as much in depth as I can get. However, I will tell you this: as as I said, we're going to have you know guests probably throughout the overnight. Hopefully, like I'm inviting anybody that wants to call in, friends, colleagues, whomever. 312-644-6767. And of course, listeners to whom we'll get in just a second. Um, but Mitch Rosen. Our program director, who who did hire Les here at the score, I start to lose track over all the people that hired Grober but Mitch was one of them, and Mitch will be on the radio with me, talking about Les starting. I think at about three o'clock, about three a.m., and he'll be on with me. I think, I think if I can keep his attention span um, for two hours, I think he's on with me right up until the start of of Mullion Haw. So, so stand by for Mitch we'll ask them. We'll see what's going on. See what uh, what what the loss of Grobber means for a score overnight going forward because y'all have definitely been wondering about that. Let's let's try the phone lines again. 312-644-6767 is the the number and um, let me see here. Let's go to, let's try Oh, boy. All right. I mean, I'm going to need a little help here, Sean. Who's the first person on this board? Is it is it Ed or is it Allison? <laughs> I want to I want to do grabber right here. Okay, all right. We're gonna wow. A lot of people calling in. Let's let's go to Ed in Dallas. Ed, you are on the score.
2: Hey, such so an honor to uh, be talking to you tonight. Thank you for doing this. Uh, Thank you. You know, those of us that have listened to less over the years, um, we're like a family, cool. and there, there was a night when I was listening to Les and there's a guy from the Chicago area named Calvin and Les hadn't heard from Calvin in a while and I happened to be listening to Les that night and Calvin had got engaged to a gal down in Houston and moved down here to Texas and I'm from the Chicago area, by the way. And, uh, you know, Les was so excited to hear Calvin's voice and you could just, you could just hear it and it, it it just made me feel like, you know, the family's together. and And that's what those of us who listen to less are. We're a family. Um, and I, I started listening to less. i' I'm a late bloomer, and um, I had a son five and a half years ago, and two nights ago, he said he he's five and a half, and he said he said, "Hey, daddy, the um, uh, the Texas Rice game, that was a blowout. It was it was fifty eight to nothing. And I looked at my wife, who's a who went to Texas and she's a total sports fan. And I said, "Babe, look up what the score was for the Texas Rice game." And it was fifty eight to nothing. And I said this to my wife two years ago. I said, "He's just like Les Grobsky." <laughs> and you know. He may uh-huh. be working there in about uh-uh. what? Wes was nineteen when he started in radio. You know, at about fourteen years,
3: he may be working Chicago radio. Oh boy, I hope so. so. I don't. I don't know that like, you. I, I don't know if he necessarily wants to take the path of Grover, but <laughs> but. <laughs> but uh, know, Ed, go ahead, Ed. I'm sorry.
2: No, he. He he was just amazing, and and the Larry Lujak stories and Steve Dahl. I mean, I mean, growing up there, listening to WLS as a kid, and just being reunited with Les. Uh, it, it it was just I was up late at night for the late night feedings, and <laughs> I tuned in Les on uh-huh. Odyssey, and that's how we got reunited. And it's just Aww. been an amazing ride and you know to all the family members out there that are grieving with me and even my wife that never listened to him she goes you know i'm sad today yeah. and it's been a sad day at our home and i didn't call in today because i wanted to wait till tonight to call yeah. in and thank you for doing the show tonight really yep, appreciate
3: I, it i appreciate you calling that. that's definitely a good start right there yeah and yeah like i said Nobody really falls asleep to less. You wake up to less because you get up in the middle of the night and you flip on your device and there, there's less. Who knows? You turn it on at 2:37 and it could be. He might be talking about the about Joe Schoen, who, who the the Bears interviewed for the the assistant or for the general manager job today. He could be talking about that, but he could also simultaneously. Bring you right back to Bobby Mercer or Mike Vale, or Manny Trio, or Larry Bettner. It <laughs> Jerry Martin, a lot of people thought he was he was a bad guy. I don't care what anybody said he, he could bring you there, and then he could tell you who was on deck and that Mike Tyson was a baseball player before he was a boxer and just take you on a a, a wonderful trip. and if 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 you happen to have experienced this in the overnight, <laughs> Sometimes sometimes you wake up and you're like, Wait a minute. Was 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 Grobber talking about Barry Foot last night? Did, did some I think I had a dream about Tim Blackwell hitting two thirty two and how he shouldn't have hit seventh in the lineup in the forty second game of the season in mid May? Did that happen? Like I think that's an experience that a lot of people have gone through when it comes to grabber or or you or you just remember it very vividly as a because he says something come on this guy was just yelling about three on three hockey i mean he was really going off something fierce and then he played a beavis and butthead drop
1: That <laughs> trick just... never works it usually <laughs> doesn't work
3: dave stewart i'll talk about dave stewart in uh in just a little bit but i do, yeah, i i see that we have so many people here and i promise i'll get to everybody including a guy that's been waiting just like everybody else he is sean anderson the phenom one of our great producers here at the score sean actually produced the show that rick camp and i performed today from nine to noon filling in for bernstein and rahimi so sean uh sean anderson did just a great job on the spot, that is like the essence of a a score producer being ready to change an entire show on a moment's notice. And Sean did a great job. Sean, I'm so glad you called, Ben. What's happening, brother?
4: Hey, buddy. How are you?
3: I'm hanging in there, man. Like I said, like I don't uh, I as time went by today and I was alone most of the day, the sadness has increased and I feel like I'm getting back into a better mood now and I heard the music to start the show got a little bit emotional because it's just it's just less. So that's how I'm feeling. How are you doing, buddy?
4: I'm doing all right. I, I I thought it was such a perfect match when I saw that you were hosting tonight. So I'm I'm glad to hear you on uh on, in uh Les's spot. I don't think anyone else should uh, should should be here right now. But I, I felt a little called out because you were talking to me uh, before you guys went to break awkwardly there. Um, You're you you saying <laughs> all these colleagues, you know, past or present, call in uh-huh. and and you know a, a lot of my time spent with Les was. Early as a producer, I didn't really like to talk. I was really nervous; like I'd shake before I turned on the mic. Oh wow! I wow. Had that same feeling again uh, before I called in. So you, oh my you god, me down. Uh, uh, made me want to call in. So uh, you, you you you've gotten really good at the radio thing, Brody.
3: <laughs> hey, I, I'm your old Uncle Mark. You know what I mean? I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of in that mode of like I'm literally an uncle. Um, and that's that's what I do. I'm not a father, never have been. So I'm like your old uncle. That that's that's what's going on here, Sean. I want you to feel I want you to feel comfortable, and you're sounding great, man. And I know you did some of the a bunch of these right with. Grobber, you produced a bunch of overnight shows, yeah? Yeah, about, about
4: a good six months straight uh, of of him calling me Shane. It was all right. You know, <laughs> I, I think there's there's no one else that I would rather have get my name wrong because he knows so many names that he, he's getting it right. He was trying, and it, it wasn't met with any, you know, malintent. He was saying it in the sweetest way. Um, You know, one of the sweetest guys that can get your name wrong. <laughs> but, you know, oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I had time with uh, 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 Les, and, uh, you know, you were talking about, like, you know, him bringing up these random names, and it's like, you know, trying to produce for the guy, and he's, like, bringing up, oh, yeah, Rick Monday hit a home run for the LA <laughs> Dodgers in 1978 against the Cubs. And I'm, like, typing in on YouTube, like, Rick Monday, home run, Vin Scully call. Oh, my God. And, I forget. and, and you're just trying to produce, you know, radio for a guy that's got, you know, this photographic memory of audio for, from 40 years ago.
3: Oh God, the, uh, now I'm thinking about because I never really put much thought into because there's an age gap with less and I, but I've closed the gap quite a bit. you know what I mean? You get older and you start like to get like he's he's 69 I'm fifty, so that's a lot of years. but really we're kind of on the same level when, when it comes to to less and you, you're in your twenties, he's pushing seventy. I hadn't really thought about it from the perspective of you and probably many other young producers. That the names that he brings up can be foreign to me. They gotta be just this mishmash of nothingness when you hear some of the names Les brings up. What are you talking about? H-
4: and like before, I came here. Like I, I was like the weird kid that was like digging into like the '94 sports am, almanacs at Brother Rice, like trying okay. to, uh. you know, le- learn all these, learn all these stats and all these numbers. But like he's pulling out names that I can't even Google. Like I don't even know how to spell. Like
3: <laughs> they're actually no they're actually not on Google. You can't you can't find them. But they but they do exist. <laughs> but they're not on Google. <laughs> Right. You
4: got to get the clues. You got to get. All right. Well, I know he's on the Dodgers. I know he was left handed. You know, I'll go through the baseball reference page on Google and try to figure it out. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's it's baseball almanac. And I don't want to freak you out here, but I think like you, you could possibly be my less.
3: 'cause like if you're fifty and he's like sixty
4: nine <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. and then I'm twenty four and you're fifty. So I mean there's there's like oh. a similar gap there, Grody.
3: I don't want to fuck you I, out. I, I well no, <laughs> no. I mean I'm I'm getting goosebumps thinking about the, the being past the Grobber torch and now I have to take Sean Anderson and all the young producers <laughs> and you all follow me and I say ridiculous things, but you guys prop me up. <laughs> so yeah. well, I, 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 uh, I-, I I like it.
4: There was one thing that I kept thinking about, you know, during the show and it was all the people that kept m- mentioning, you know, like how they were producers for less and how he- they helped him. But I had a question for you because I've, you know, during the pandemic, it was, I, mean, I produced you a ton. There was probably, you know, the, the, the host I produced the most. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, I think when we started doing, uh, what was it? The, the four, the five o'clock hour with it, with Molly and hall where you were uh, the, doing the, the,
3: the pre-game, show. Malian, Malian yeah, pre- pregame show,
4: Molly, Molly and Hall pregame show. Yes. Um, I really think that like there was a there was kind of a a, 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 a switch that was flipped on you because like there was a different Grody because you kept like getting in this groove with Les but then you bring <laughs> it to the actual shows too uh-uh. yeah. like like you, you started turning uh, what Mark heard into like this great uh-huh. segment on Parkins Parkins and Spiegel but then you would start bringing all this audio from like bulls and bears right. and and socks and it's like I don't know I think I think Les had like a a, a really you know great effect on you in in some way like those those you know 440 shifts even though like you were probably half awake doing them like i yeah. don't know there was there, it seemed like he oh, yeah. he he, he, he kind of gave you a boost
3: yeah, that is such a great way to put it because yeah that's how that's how it started for lesson than i in terms of like well there's another story of how things started but the, we'll we'll take you in the wayback machine later on in the show but, Les and I would do that transition. We've been doing that for a long time from from the I would do updates on the morning show, but Les would be wrapping up, and we would just wrap for for twenty minutes before, you know Mully and Hanley or Mully and Haw crack the mics and uh, yeah less was a tune-up for me it was like my coffee and because i'd walk in like just all tired and less is just you know at the end of his adrenaline and we would talk and oftentimes it would be magical in our own little way so um yeah that was just a little piece of of grabber and i shawnee boy i'm gonna i, I got other folks that i want to talk to is there anything else though that you wanted to to add and i really do appreciate you, you picking up the phone it means a lot man
4: no, sounds great, and uh, <clears throat> sorry, uh, means a lot that you're doing this. Thanks for thanks for doing this, and I, I know, uh, like I said, there's there's no one else that would be uh, better filling the spot right now, Grody. Glad to hear you.
3: Great job today, Sean, and thank you for calling. And uh, I'm sure I will see you soon, my friend. That again was Sean Anderson, one of the bright young producers here at at uh, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. One of the producers that, as he said, worked for less for about six months, probably on and off as far as the midnight shift goes. So obviously, everybody that has worked with less at some sort of uh attachment to him which is a, always a beautiful thing 312 6767 and we are going to go to allison in the south suburbs hi allison 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 okay allison we're putting you back on hold let's go to kareem in plainfield hi kareem
5: grody brother thanks for doing this yes uh uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna motor mouth here to get this all in and uh, if you can spare me two minutes i'll I'll appreciate it um one one line from dirty harry sudden impact uh, applies to less he was the one constant in an ever-changing universe (laughs) and uh after, after losing uh, other greats like uh, Big Dog, Ronnie Santo, uh, Boers retiring, um, it really hit me after so many decades of, of, of listening to you guys that uh, for the last two or three years, every single time I listened to less, at least one time in the back of my mind, it would be, it would say savor the spring because it will not last forever. Mm. Um I'm so glad you guys celebrated his 50 years on the radio. Uh, And there was an exchange between you and Les. And and you asked me, like, are are we best friends? And I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) We are like, I think we're best friends. And and, and, and he was kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're all right, Grody. And it it was so touching (laughs) um, that I'll I'll never uh, forget it. But uh, my first, first memory of Les Grobstein. I'm 47, so close to you. Uh, it was uh, May fifteenth, 1982. It's a weird memory. I'm kind of like Grobber in that way. I got a crazy memory. Gordon Smiley. He died during the Indy 500 uh, 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 practice rounds, and I was in third grade, and I mentioned it to this kid named Aaron, and and uh, he said, oh, Guy Smiley? <laughs> uh which was a successful street dude and I i didn't of know course. what the hell he was talking about, but uh I always and then I said, No, it was this guy, Gordon Smiley, and he said, Oh, why did you hear that from Les grobstein? And uh, just stuck with me for 40 <laughs> years, and then uh, you know
3: that's such, that's such a that's in it, the grabber kit of jokes. Like he does like, the more like jokes. It's the Gordon Smiley more like Guy Smiley. You know, like the <laughs> Purdue Purdue more like do not get it? Like <laughs> that was God, the God, same more like, like, is, <laughs> more like more like the so
5: great about Les is that as sad as this is uh, somehow. You always end up laughing, but uh, I'm going to try to burn through this really quick, Brody. Uh, all right. That U by 1996, I was already a scorehead. I graduated in 1996. He was doing overnights, and uh, it's something no one mentioned uh, yet today, but uh, there was the, uh, the uh, press pass scandal, and uh, he was let go, and I was just devastated, and even all the hosts at the time – You could just tell they felt so bad, even though if it was technically justified. And um, (laughs) it was like a year or two later that Mike North did a 24-hour radiothon, and he had Les on. And it was so cool. I'm telling you, I stayed up all night just for only one reason, so I could see Les back uh, because he was actually, it was like they did a little televised portion of it, and Les was there with North. And he had no bitterness whatsoever, and uh, I thank Pappy for that. Uh, I sent him an email around, like, 1999, 2000, and I said, hey, um, I love your show. What is that song by those chicks that say there's dust on their guitar and you suck? he responded right away that a, I still have the email to this day I'll never delete it I saved it that it was the murmur that was the coolest thing my, my last thing thank you for letting me go this long is um uh, back in uh, when he came back in 2009 and, and I would text him back and forth a lot a lot about boxing he'd, he'd get into boxing and I'm a huge boxing fan but if you want to for me, one, the V1 memory, like if you say, what, what do you think of with, with the grabber? Uh, you know, he got me through a lot of hard nights, man. And, uh, but, uh, holidays, uh, I'm lucky. I, I have a family, good family. We spend time on the holidays, but for whatever reason, I, I tend to get wistful and a little bit melancholy and, uh, mm-hmm. I, I found my old text to him that he responded to a um, couple Thanksgiving evenings where I just texted him and I said, Les, man, thank you for being here, for doing what you do and being who you are, because you are like a, a warm blanket on a cold night. And he, a couple times he texted me back once he read it on the air, and uh, I just wanted to tell him to, uh, and, and you too. Uh, thanks for being such a good friend, and thank you for letting me have the time, brother.
3: Kareem, thank you very much. That uh, is Kareem in Plainfield. What a call. What a call. And uh, he sort of hit, touched all the bases on that when it comes to grabber. It is like that is the essence of the intimacy of this medium, of radio, moreover the intimacy of an overnight talk show host who was all-inclusive was les grobstein and that word can be used to describe everything about less anything goes um and uh, how could i hey kareem i know kareem's not still there but kareem of course like if i wouldn't if i'm not going to let callers speak here would I be honoring Les Grobstein? Because sometimes I turn on the radio and Les would be on, and I wasn't sure who was what was going on. Was 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 that a guest Les is talking to? Because it sounds like he's interviewing Bob from the South Side right now. I wasn't sure. Maybe is that like a new beat writer? No, no, it's just just a caller. Just been talking for. 7 to 12 minutes or so. So I, I I want to get through a lot of people, though. So I, I don't know if I can quite go the grabber stretch on these calls, but I will try to, and we will get to you, and uh, there is room for you at 312-644-6767. I do have to take a break. I'm Mark Grody. It is score overnight. We are honoring the great Les Grobstein on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score.
2: This is Sports Radio 670
3: The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station.
1: On Interstate 80, we got Frank checking in. Good morning, Frank. Hey, Lutz. How you doing? You're up early today. Yeah, no, I... said Yeah, I am. My girlfriend
2: got me up early.
1: <laughs> well, that's one good way to get woken up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't that way, so...
1: Anyway... I don't mean that what? way. I mean it's still... Hopefully have a nice I relationship know, with I her know, and getting woken I up know. by she her, her is always a nice piece of We've thing. We've been
2: together for 13 years. So that's I know awesome. You had, that's yeah, awesome. you can't together. We've been together, been together.
1: In, in January. We will have been together 22 years. Why you put a ring on her? Um, That's another story for another day. She doesn't want to do that at this point. And uh, if I propose, I've mentioned this on the air before, if I propose to her right now, she'd break up with me on the spot.
5: <laughs> mine, I've been with her 13 years, but mine
2: keeps on bugging me about why I put a ring on her.
1: You know what? That's nobody's business except your girlfriend's and yours.
3: <laughs> There's so many layers to that. First of all, let's just with the assumption that because the gentleman said that his girlfriend woke him up, that it had to have been... Something fun and mischievous, because, well, remember, Les is a sex addict. so that's the mentality. That's his base level. Of course, he goes in right on that. and then and then the caller asking him a question. I think I've asked Les that question before, probably on and on. you've been together a long time. Les are you gonna. You're going to make her a real woman? You better put a ring on it. You better take care of that. It's another story for – are you going to drop it? But, look, another story for another day with less. that story never comes. That story just keeps getting pushed back to another day. But I, I did not understand the logic of Kathy breaking up with him. But um, I, I, maybe she, she does not want the – does not want to end up like Les's other wives, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, coming in, too, I should point out that in, it, today is Cover Tuesday, right? Les plays cover songs as his music coming back from commercials. And that right there was was Abba but singing in Swedish the song SOS. So I will try to pay tribute to any of the, the the cover Tuesday songs that we come back with here on the score. I'm Mark Rodi. We are celebrating, honoring mourning, doing whatever you need to do as it pertains to getting through the loss, the death of Les Grobstein now from a couple of days ago. And I'll share with you more about what has been going on over the last two weeks and you know, what, what people closest to him are saying. I'll try to share as much insight as I can um, as the night goes on. But I do want to get back to your calls at 312-644-6767. And I do believe Allison is with us now. She's been waiting for just a little bit. And, Allison, I'm glad that we got you on. You're on the score. What's happening?
6: Can you hear me now?
3: Oh, Allison, you sound loud and clear and ready to talk about the grabber.
6: Awesome, awesome. Well, um, you know, it, it's funny because the delays actually remind me of when Les and I worked together at a station down the dial uh, on a sports show. And uh, every, and uh, he was my best friend, one of them for something like 30 years. And I, I have to say, I was five when I when I first met him. Not, no, not really. But um, he was my mentor in sports. He was my mentor in life, and um, I will miss him so much. My entire family will miss him so much. And I've got to say that um, uh, of all the people that I've ever argued with about <laughs> sports oh my god um some of some uh, I, I we were on a show called the weekend sports report okay. and yeah the, and it was way down the dial he would do this on saturday morning mark at seven o'clock right <laughs> okay. i was i was I was producer and co-host, and um, we had our our poor hapless uh, boss, uh, Steve, with us as well. And so he would come in. Didn't matter if if we'd been covering a um, uh, like a hockey game, you know, a Hawks game or a Bulls game or any kind of a game the night before. He would be there, uh, bright and sharp at six thirty every. Uh, every single Saturday morning, we did the show for about three years, and um, I, I, w- I will tell you, I have never enjoyed arguing with someone as much as I enjoyed arguing with less on uh, both on and off the air. Uh, we did a couple of, of um college uh, conferences and uh, and the two uh, then uh, and we would just go back into spiel every mm-hmm. single time. And okay. he was he was the best. I have to say, though, Mark, that there was one side of less that really nobody's talked about, and that's his charitable side. He was uh, uh, the first time I met him. Uh, I was I was a volunteer for Special Olympics, and I was putting together a um, a fundraiser uh, it, 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 with the basketball team. We were going to air it on cable and the cable was um, needed a play by play announcer. And so at that point, he was doing a Monday broadcast at another station down the dial um, and. <laughs> Uh, with with Larry Lujak, and and um, I and I knew that he would be there. It was at the old Jim McMahon's restaurant. I think that was mm. before your time. Am I right?
3: Um, what? Where was? I don't remember the Jim McMahon's. I remember that obviously. I remember like the 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 Walter Payton had a club, but mm-hmm. where was where was yeah. the Jim McMahon restaurant? I, I I was around, but I I, I don't remember that one
6: it was lincoln and fullerton roughly it oh, okay. was uh it was it, it was like right by uh there was a, a bar called gamekeepers i think and uh okay. uh, uh gary fensig uh, owned a piece of that one okay. so it was sort of the, it was sort of the bear's corner so to speak and uh anyway he was doing uh, uh like a monday night show i think there and um uh, so i went to ask him whether or not he could do this, uh, this special Olympics thing. And he said, Hey, if I don't have a game that night, I am so there. And, um, so, uh, we got together to talk about it and, um, and he showed up, he showed up, um, uh, and signed autographs for all the kids um, he would, and he stayed after, he finally, um, had to go to a bulls game, but of uh, yes, of course he did, but he didn't have to, uh, he, he didn't exit until everybody in, uh, in that gymnasium had an autograph or a picture or anything like that. And, uh, since then he's emceed so many events and charitable, uh, dinners and things like that. Most of some of which I recruited him for um, uh, because my my other career was uh, in not for profits and I was always fundraising. And he uh, uh, to this day he said he would always tell me, Allison, I've got stuff set aside for you. Don't uh, uh, come by and pick it up and. You know, um, no one, I think, knew the heart that Les had for charities and for people in need. And, you know, he would he would do this and, you know, MC for no money at all or and I mean, um, it's it's a side of Les that surprised the hell out of me from yeah. the time I. I first knew him, and, uh, you know, uh, just – I I feel an incredible loss tonight because, you know, who am I going to argue with the same way I argued with Les? Where am I going to find that many media guides? (laughs) 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 And tchotchkes and hockey sticks. I mean, he would do it all.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
3: He did provide unique services to all of us in the industry, and that—that's truly why he is one of a kind. And Allison, thank you so much for calling in and and sharing with us and educating us a little bit on Les. It's—it's great to hear your voice, and I—I uh, I, like you miss him immensely. Okay. Um. Okay. We. Uh, take one more call here let's see i've got my my list here let's go to um paul in spring valley hi paul you're on the screen hey hey, mark great
7: show thank you paul. I, I i i i used to listen to less frequently when i worked in late shift and not so much lately but i, I first i just want to say that i just want to offer my condolences to Les and his family it's a terrible loss but you know, he, I thought Les was a, really a sports icon and a gentleman too. You know, he was really a great guy. The, the thing I really liked about him, yeah. the thing I really liked about him, it didn't matter if you, you were calling from a big city or a small town, he'd always put you on the air and he'd let you sit, voice your opinion agree or disagree. And we, usually we agreed most of the time. But you know, that's what I liked about Les. He was really objective and he was really a good guy. But you know, he, the one thing I really enjoyed about Les was his. Uh, that Leelia rant that he'd play once in a while. That was
3: awesome.
7: <laughs> I used to like when he played play that. That was great. But Wasn't he the guy that taped uh, that? Uh,
3: yeah, he was one of, like, two reporters that were yeah. in the, the club. It It sucks. Because yeah. it's so funny, like, like here, here's what sucks. Because I want to ask him about it right now. I gotta be honest with you. I don't even have the story straight because I was so dependent upon Les, <laughs> just telling, like, having Les by my side, or right. calling him, or doing it on the air. Him, hey Les, what the, give us the whole lowdown. And then he was, I was the only reporter there. I don't care what it, Mark G and Greco was there or whatever, but he was, he was the guy. And it's one of the greatest bits of audio of all time in this business.
7: Yeah, I liked him too because he was really passionate about the Bears. I used to like talking Bears with him because he really was passionate. and So am I. We'd have really a lot of good talks about the Bears and the Cubs, especially. But, yep. So I know you got a lot of callers. So I just want to yeah. say rest in peace, Les. So th- thanks for taking my call.
3: <laughs> thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Right. Let me squeeze in one more. It's Rich in Oak Forest. Rich, you're on the score. Richie Rich. Uh,
8: Thanks for uh, doing this tonight. Appreciate it. Sure. You're welcome.
3: Sure. You're welcome.
8: Um, I'm in the same boat you're in right now. If you're, I lost a buddy who was 20 years older than me, too, about two years ago. And I probably know how you're feeling right now. He was uh, my best friend. I'm not sure if Les was your best friend, but pretty close friend.
3: Yeah, he was definitely. Uh, he became a friend. He became a friend. Absolutely. A
8: friend and I called in the score two years ago and cried on the phone, and Les is like, let it out. He sounds like a real good guy, and, you know, he talked me through that night. And, uh, you know, uh, I drive for uh, Uber sometimes, while I was for a while, and I'd listen to him all night, and uh, he would listen to me, and like you said, he'd let somebody talk for 10, 12 minutes, and that's what <laughs> I liked about Les is because one time I called during the day, and. I talked, I forget who it was, but I said one thing, and then the the announcer commented back, and he's like, well, thanks, Rich, and then he hung up on me right away.
3: Uh, it's probably that Bernstein. It's probably my guess. But, uh, I'll...
8: <laughs> but Les would be like, listen and listen, and then respond, and then he'd say, well, you got anything else, Rich, you know, before I'd hang up, you know? <laughs> yeah, the, by great, the end of the know, call. And I'd be like, huh?
3: Uh, oh, my God, but, Rich, uh, thank, no. thank, you so, thank you so much, Rich. Sorry, we had a little... Little delay issue there, Rich. I didn't mean to. Uh, that I, ironically, here I am cutting you off and not giving you your 10 to 12 minutes. I am, I am sorry. I am not less. Okay? Uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to give as much room to people as possible, but there was just. In a, le- a delay, which became untenable. It did not feel right in my ears anymore. But we will get back to your calls. Uh, anybody hanging in there? there? There are lines open, too, if you'd like to jump in. 312-644-6767. Going to hear from Chris Ranji here in just a couple minutes and more of your calls as we mourn the loss of the great le- Les Grobstein. I'm Mark Rohde. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.